Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen. And today we find ourselves in Joshua chapter 5 and 6. Yeah. Before we go there, I have to say, it's nice in your office. Yeah. Got the windows open. Windows open. Oh man, it's looking like springtime Birds out there. Birds are chirping. Oh yeah. Now, Brid- like- Brittany came in here this morning, vacuumed a little bit. Like she took, just loved on me. Oh. Uh, I didn't ask her to do it. I came downstairs and she was doing it. And uh, she's like, yeah, I just wanted to you know, make it nicer in here for you. And uh, I was like, spring cleaning, windows are open. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's spring, it's, baby. It's, it's time. It's time. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, always, I always enjoy that. Hmm. Speaking of new seasons, yeah. um, we have Israel. Yeah, moving into a new season. Yeah, you think it was springtime in Jericho? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what we do know is it was harvest. Yeah, because at the end of chapter five, it says the day after they ate from the produce of the land, the manna ceased. Mm. So we know there was produce in the land, so that when Israel came in, they're like, "Hey, look, food." Yeah, and so they ate that food rather than the manna. That's right. And at that moment, the manna stopped. So. Verse, we, that was verse 12. Yeah, that's yeah. verse 12. We didn't read verse 12, yeah. uh, but I read verse 12. <laughs> uh, Cheater. I know, sorry. Context is king. Uh, but what we do have is we have this interesting um, episode at the end of chapter 5 when Joshua, the new leader of Israel, is met by an angel of the Lord. I like to think of him as a celestial warrior. A celestial warrior. We, we, I think, we, once again, we talked earlier about how Joshua is having some of these same experiences as Moses and is yeah. talking about the passing of leadership. I think we see some of that yeah, here uh, because he said, remove your sandals from your feet for the place you are standing is holy. Yeah, And that's exactly what Moses was told. And so we see this connection, this here. connection once again of this is the new leader. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's about to start this new work. And when you're studying God's word, you know, you, you really start with observation. And yeah. that's that's one of those observations you can make. Man, this seems like this, similar here. Yeah, this, yeah. this rhymes. This yeah, what's, seems what's going on? Yeah, it's a pattern. Uh, yeah. And but uh, I really love the exchange yeah. between the celestial warrior and Joshua. Oh, let yeah. me let me read it. It says, when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua approached him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied. I now, Dude. I have now come as commander of the Lord's army. How brave is Joshua? Yeah. <laughs> who sees this dude. Just goes up to him. Right. And, and these guys are like, they fight Satan. Yeah. You know, it's like, and he sees this dude and walks up and say, hey, you force are against us. And <laughs> Neither. Neither, man. Yeah. I'm not for you or your enemy. I'm for God. Yeah. So, which now, like, we're in a political season. Yeah. Someone comes up to you and says, hey, are you Republican or Democrat? You'd be like, neither. Neither. Kingdom of heaven, baby. For the Lord. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's essentially what's. What's going on here? Stephen's dying on mm-hmm. the other side here. Um, neither, because he's he has come as a commander of the Lord's army, which I think says a lot about the um, the guarantee of the victory ahead. Yeah. Well, and and I, and, I, and I say that in joking. Yeah. Republican or Democrat, but at, at some level, it's true. I think it's true, right? Like you might find yourself voting for one party more than another. But your commitment isn't to a party. Yeah. Your commitment's to the Lord. Yeah, Christians have the unique ability in this world to call evil evil and righteous and good things good. Yeah. Um, without any political bias even. Yeah. Like, you know, we see uh, cops 
doing bad stuff, we can say, hey, that's a bad thing. You know, we see Gobs doing good stuff, we say, hey, that's, that's a good thing. thing. Right, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, we don't have to say we don't like this group of people or whatever because of whatever uh, yeah. ideology you may hold to. Well, it, what's helpful for us is we have this outside standard of the Word of God. That's right. Which tells us what is good and what is evil, mm. and which tells us how we ought to live with with our neighbors. Mm. And so since we have that, we're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to do what the Lord has commanded. Yeah. Uh, and I'll let the chips fall where they lie yeah. outside of that, but I'm going I'm to be obedient. Yeah. And for Joshua, what the Lord commanded was, here's how you're going to approach Jericho yeah. to guarantee this victory. I want you to march around the city. I mean. One time a day. With the, you got the ark there. you got the trumpets there. Yeah. Uh, but on the seventh day. You march around seven times. And shout. And you shout. And Joshua says, don't you dare yeah. shout before I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I'm a, I'm a mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know, I was in the service, and we have a lot of listeners who are in the military, and you, you look at something like this, and you're <clears> like, man, that is the most insane tactic <laughs> for laying siege to a, a uh, you know, a, uh, a place, a right? City. A walled yeah. city. Yeah. Um, but what it does is it removes the people from it, from guaranteeing the victory. They have actions that they're commanded to take, but it's God who brings the walls down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's God who opens the door for them to go in and do what he's called them to do, which may, if you're reading, uh, arise maybe an objection or, or a, a tension point you may have with the text. Oh, they're talking about verse 21? Yeah, you want to read that? Uh, yeah, so verse 21 uh, well, I'll just go to verse 20. It says, The troops shouted, and the trumpet sounded. And when they heard the blast of the trumpet, the troops gave a great shout, and the wall collapsed. The troops advanced into the city, and each man strayed ahead, and they captured the city. They completely destroyed everything in the city with the sword, every man and woman, both young and old, and every ox, sheep, and donkey. Um, except for Rahab's group. Right, except for Rahab. And he talks about that later on. Yeah. But I, I do think this is one of those uh, points where, where I've, I've heard accusations against the Bible. Yeah. That the Bible is for genocide. The Bible yeah. has examples of genocide. Or God is evil. <clears throat> Look at this. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's um, you know, when you think about genocide, usually there are uh, there's motives behind genocide. Yeah. We we talked about this last night at DG. Mm-hmm. So when this airs, like a week ago, DG. Uh, on James chapter two, yeah. with favoritism, mm. like the with problem, evil intent. Yeah. So the problem with favoritism is like when you show favor to one person over another, it's because you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. And when it comes to genocide, oftentimes the, the heart behind genocide is like you're getting something out of it. Yeah. Uh, and so what's happening here is not genocide. Yeah. Uh, what's happening here is is the judgment of God is falling down on on wicked. Um, on wicked, on wicked people, yeah. on wicked culture, and we see this. Uh, I can't remember where it is in in Genesis, but whenever God told Abraham, "Hey, your family's going to spend four hundred years in Egypt as slaves," and then He says, "Why?" Because he, he says, "For the time of the Amorites is not yet fulfilled." Yeah. And so what's happening is He's saying, "Hey, there's wicked people here uh, in in the Promised Land, and I am going to let their wickedness grow." Off of their own will, uh, until it reaches a point where I cannot stand it anymore. Yeah. At which point, 
I will free you. I am going to, well, I'm <laughs> going to pour my judgment out on that people. Yeah. And so what we see is what well, I meant was free the Israelites to go to and, go right. Yeah. And so the, the Israelites being freed and then coming into the promised land to destroy peoples and city this way was the judgment of God. Right. Uh, so you think about how Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed like a like a fire and brimstone from heaven. That was how that was God's judgment. Yeah. Um, it, this is the same thing, except rather than fire and brimstone from heaven, it's it's an invading army. Yeah. I mean, we've seen this throughout history in general, right? Mm-hmm. Where God's judgment is uh, poured out through um, we can call them agents of wrath, right? Government principalities. I mean, yeah. I think about it in America, right? Uh, we have the the slave trade was rich um, in the founding and the growing up of it. And then we have a civil war over it where thousands and Six, thousands. 600,000 Americans died. died. Yeah. yeah. I mean. In a population that wasn't nearly that big. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. So it's uh, a lot. It's like judgment of God, right? Yeah. Um, we've seen it, in, you know, with Germany in World War II. You know, there's these, these heights of evil uh, are reached and God mobilizes his judgment often through using groups of people. Yeah. Um, and and think, he does it in other ways, And too. I think this is more seen in hindsight and yeah. not in foresight. Right. Yeah, you know, for sure. So Hindsight's twenty twenty. Hindsight, we can look back and say, this was the providence of God working itself out. Mm-hmm. We can't do that in foresight. And I think that's important so that we don't ever think of ourselves as a... Arbiters of judgment. God's instrument of wrath or <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this, this is what God did in the book of Judges. Hmm. Whenever Israel rebelled against God, how did God execute judgment? He he let the other um, not countries but people yeah, groups other people. rise up and oppress them. Yeah, and then when they cried out, God would redeem them and That's save right. them. Um, but but I think the hard part for us is thinking yes, but there was like young and women and everybody. children and elderly, and it fell on everybody. Guys, that's. That's the, um, and that's the, that's the ugly side of judgment, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it falls. Yeah. Just, just as the rain falls on the righteous and the wicked, yeah, judgment falls yeah. on, on the righteous groups. and wicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, ultimately, those whose righteousness is in Christ, uh, if, if they are caught in the midst of it, um, they, they have redemption yeah. in life, uh, but man, like on the earth, and I mean, you think about some of our wickedness as a people group. You know, how many millions of children have been uh, slaughtered have been on the slobbered. on the grounds of convenience? Yeah, through abortion. Yeah, uh, like, will there be judgment for that as a people? You betcha. Yeah, and will that judgment hurt uh, women and children? Yeah, probably will. Probably will. Uh, and so I think that's sobering. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it serves as a good motive for righteousness. Yeah. Like, man, let us understand the judgment and holiness of God clearly mm-hmm. so that we would walk in faithfulness. Um, so, you know, maybe consider that today as you go about your day. Um, the holiness of God, the, the judgment and wrath of God, let that motivate you towards righteous acts and good works. Um as you try and love your neighbor and your God well. Mm. That's to breathe in. Do you want to breathe out in prayer? Certainly. Heavenly Father, I pray that we would find our alliance or our allegiance with you and not with any other group.
that we would not say I'm a Republican or Democrat, but we'd say, as this angel did, neither. I'm 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 for the Lord. <laughs> so wherever the Lord is, that's where I that's where I want to find myself. May we be faithful uh, to obey your commandments. May we be faithful uh, to to live out your truth, uh, knowing Lord that in you is is the victory. That that victory is not found in our own strength, our own ability, our own might, uh, but but in your righteous right arm. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time in Judges chapter 2.